In today's podcast, I'm going to give you my five top tips for any man on how best to get through pregnancy. I've been married for 10 years and we have three children, so this is something I have a little bit of experience on. These tips come in no particular order, but I think the fact that this one has just come out of my head first means it's probably the most important. That mind matters. Helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. Hello, my name is James and thank you for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. I think the most important thing you can do while your partner is pregnant is be present. There's a lot of anxiety for your partner when she's pregnant because certainly if it's the first time she's been pregnant, there are massive changes to her mind and to her body. Lots of things are happening. She'll have all sorts of mood swings and she'll all sorts of things happening to her body, which might scare her. Also, just the sheer worry about the act of childbirth is scary, even though it's something that I know people will probably quite unhelpfully say, oh, they've been doing it for thousands of years. That doesn't help you when you haven't gone through it yet. So being present and patient can really help. Whenever your partner brings up or discusses the pregnancy or discusses the baby, put your phone away. If she feels she's competing with your interests and maybe whatever you're scrolling through compared to the birth of your child, that won't go down well. It's difficult because as a man, it's not physically happening to you. Your body isn't physically changing you aren't physically growing a human being in your body. So for all intents and purposes, nothing's actually happened to you. So it is harder to get as excited and have the same interest slash concern, worry, wanting to prepare as your partner. But I think if you can try and make a real effort to be as present as you can be, that will really help. This leads nicely on to tip number two, which one of the things I would definitely suggest doing while you're partner is pregnant those first important nine months is sign up to the antenatal classes if you want even bigger brownie points i would suggest it before she does find out where your local antenatal class is and sign up it was something that i wasn't 100 percent sure of to begin with maybe because i'm a bit of an introvert you might be surprised to hear that but actually i was really glad i did it because the thing you'll find is that you are suddenly in a room of other men and women, certainly men who are going through exactly the same thing as you and your partner is in a room full of women who are going through exactly the same thing as her. And it really helps. Even if you don't necessarily think those people are going to be lifelong friends, it's just really useful because you're going through the five other couples that were in our antenatal class. Obviously, they had their children within days of us having our daughter. And it does really help. And I think it also helps... When you're asking questions collectively, it's just a safer environment than having the discussion just with your partner at home. It helped me to get really excited about it. For me, that's probably when I, it started to become a bit more real. You started watching the videos and you started having the discussions. That's something that I would definitely do. We've had three children. I wouldn't do it three times. But certainly with your first child, I'd definitely do it. I think it's a really useful thing to do. Tip number three. This is a tough one, but if possible, I think you need to learn to have a thicker skin. Your partner is going through life-changing and emotional changes that she can't really understand. You are going to get both barrels. I would, if possible, try and see that as a compliment, because to an extent, in the same way that young children 
test their boundaries as a way to see how safe and secure they are with you. Your partner will be doing the same thing. I think if you can expect lots and lots of histrionics in those nine months and lots of irrational arguments and getting told off a lot about things that are not your fault or you couldn't foresee or you don't know the answer to, that's going to keep you in good stead. And don't take it personally. There's all sorts of changes happening to your partner that are probably really scary and really worrying. If you can just take it all on the chin and just be a bit like water off a duck's back, it will really help. Have a thicker skin. And if you don't know the answer to something, just be honest about it. Don't try and pretend you do, because that will just set a pre-experience, wind up your partner even more. So have a thicker skin. Don't take things personally and just be really patient and loving with your partner. Tip number four, and this is something really more relevant for when your baby's actually here. But if you know someone well enough or your partner's got a good enough relationship with her mother or your mother or maybe her sister, and it's someone you're both happy to come and live with you for a couple of weeks, I would suggest it because actually your partner's going to have no other time or energy to do anything other than look after the baby, feed the baby and do night feeds. Your job is to look after her looking after the baby. The problem is that doesn't leave anyone to, to keep the house from falling into an absolute tip or making sure there's a meal or making sure there's milk. You need someone who you know. For me, it was my mum ended up coming and staying with us two weeks, which is good. My wife gets on really well with her. If possible, your ideal person, someone who knows both you and your partner really well, is in no way judgmental, who isn't going to go, oh, you shouldn't do it like that, or is going to criticize you, Hoover, or whatever. Someone who's really non-judgmental, really kind, and also someone who has done this before. I think if you have a woman who has gone through this process several times, that really helps. It, it was a lot less stressful for me to get up in the middle of the night when my wife was worried about something that our daughter, is that noise normal? Should she be doing that? Is that okay? It just really helped. And my mom was great. She basically came down with loads and loads of prepared meals. What you need those first two weeks is have enough food in your freezer for, I would say, 10 days at least. And you have someone else you can go out and get milk and also just help out because you're going to get lots and lots of people who are going to want to come and visit. I think it's totally reasonable if someone wants to come and meet the baby, one of the friends or a family member, you say that's absolutely fine but you need to bring a present for the baby, a present for the mum, and maybe even a meal we can freeze in a container you don't want back. I think that's fair enough because that's actually the most helpful because you won't have any time to do anything else. Your wife will be pretty close to exhaustion, I imagine, just looking after the baby, certainly if it's not sleeping or you're having problems with breastfeeding. You are going to be exhausted trying to support her supporting the baby, so you need someone else there. And tip number five, which I think is quite an important one, because I think it's a bit of a statement, is make sure you book off the two most important dates in the pregnancy. So the 12-week scan and the 20-week scan. The 12-week scan is quite important because I think past the 12-week scan, the fetus is, is a size where the, the chance of survival, and it might sound harsh or scary, if you get to 12 weeks, then things are looking good and you can start to get a bit more excited. People often don't tell anyone about the pregnancy until they've had the 12-week scan. The 20-week scan is where you can often see the sex, 
although that's not a guarantee. And sometimes people don't want that. My wife definitely wanted to know the sex. And I remember having to buy her a double espresso and a Mars bar and walk up and down stairs and do star jumps to get our daughter to turn around so that we could tell she was a daughter. If you can go, it gives you an opportunity to ask any questions. And also it just shows your partner that you are committed to this and you're together. Do those two things, the 12-week scan and the 20-week scan. And I think that's pretty solid work. So just to recap my top five tips for men during pregnancy. Number one, be present. Turn off that phone. If your partner wants to talk about anything baby-related, make sure you give her your full attention. Tip number two, grow a harder skin. You may well get both barrels for all sorts of things. Just go with it. Be patient, be loving, and just support your partner who who is going through this massive life-changing experience. Tip number three, get yourself signed up to antenatal classes. It's an opportunity to meet other people in a similar position. Tip number four, I would strongly advise trying to get someone else to come down and help, certainly for the first, say, 10 days to two weeks so they can support the the running of the house and make sure that there's some food in the house. And tip number five, I would certainly make sure you book off the two dates during pregnancy that I think are the most important, the 12-week scan and the 20-week scan. You know what? I think you do those five things. I think that's as much as you can do as a man to support your partner during pregnancy. I really hope you got something from today's podcast. If you've got a question for me, you can contact me at the email below. That Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. My book, First Time Dad, A 42-Week Guide to Pregnancy, is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website www.dadmindmatters.com.